Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, hello and hello. It is the 14th of December, sailing right along. This is the COB. I'm Nadine Blaney with David Scott, and we're bringing you all you need to know about the day in business, finance, and startups. How was your day, Scotty? It's great. And the Federal Reserve meeting's in uh, two days' time, so wrap it up there. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, that's Pretty we, much. That's all we need to know today. No, there's plenty going on. Yeah, there's plenty going on. Flat finish for the local market. Pretty much. Um, pretty incredible, though, really, when you consider some of the moves that were happening underneath. I mean, consumer staples as a sector down by close to 4%. Discretionary off by 1.3%. But then we had a bit more M&A. We had some good updates coming from companies on U.S. business, Polynovo, Nearmap. I'm looking at you and uh, lots of stories going on. There was, and no bigger than probably CSL and Vifor, the one that we've all been talking about, but uh, no, not being able to go and confirm. It looks like that deal may be in play. We'll go and find out now as CSL looks to go and raise capital to go and transact that Swiss manufacturer. Yeah, so it is in a trading halt, um, so not impacting the market um, other than you know potentially sentiment-wise. But the, the big winners were Polynovo, as I mentioned. Uh, also, interestingly, we did see uh, Blackmore's doing really well. And we saw Nearmap. We saw Charter Hall. Charter Hall getting a couple broker upgrades. Um, also, dividend um, paying out uh, for Charter Hall. And uh, yeah, the list goes on. Flip side, though, Scuddy. Sorry, I got myself lost a little bit there. Misoblast. I mean, close to 18% wiped off the value of its shares today after Novartis canceled a agreement that it had with it. Yeah. It's uh, heart medication to be a holder of that stock. And uh, good luck if you are. But uh, yeah, it's uh, obviously been a pretty wild ride. And uh, unfortunately for uh, many investors this year, the, uh, the path has been lower. Yeah. Now, um, Woolworths, uh, its first half Australian food earnings will drop on COVID costs. And the market treated that quite swiftly and sharply. Do we believe it says COVID costs? I don't reckon it is. What do you reckon it is? I think there's a whole variety of factors coming through in the inflationary pulse. It's not just supply chain issues anymore. Uh, the market was pretty uh, succinct in the, uh, the assessment and uh, didn't really have much of a bounce as well. I'm not really surprised as well when it comes to food sales being a bit, uh, no, not as, uh, as dramatically higher given what we've seen some of the other uh, lumpy trends with lockdowns from the uh, prior corresponding period. But yeah, I don't think it's just uh, you know, that side of the equation when it comes to uh, the supply chain. There's, I think there's, it's there's other issues at play as well. It's costing it money to keep its um, you know, customers and staff happy and healthy in this environment. It's also blaming East Coast weather impacts as well. But also just like think about the amount of spending that went on during the pandemic. Yeah, and that's why that's yeah, why I shouldn't be like surprised. The the the, mul the, uh, the multiple it was trading out as well was so expensive that uh, it was price perfection. And uh, of course, today's uh, update was not what you'd deem no. to be perfection. Dragged calls down with it. We had a chat with uh, Dan Boscher from Perennial Value Management earlier on, and he pointed to Metcash, if you recall, the positive trading update that came from Metcash 
last week, week before, maybe, maybe it was the week before now. Um, and he would he he see it says that Metcash is you know the pick of the bunch in that space, and you can access that interview. Um, I don't believe it's in the newsletter. You may have to go to the website or the app to to get a hold of that one. But Dan's always good value. Yeah. Uh, Martin Crab from Sean Partners. Crabby, he also uh, nominated Metcash as a place to go and hide out as a bit of uh, security in this pretty uh, turbulent market. Mm-hmm. Okay, I lied. You can access that interview with Dan Bosher via the show notes. My email got back up and running. Wash your mouth out with I soap. will. But, but the majority of the conversation surrounded Crown Resorts, actually. And Scuddy, you and I have both decided that we're going to go one day and have a drink somewhere in that Crown Casino. Yeah, Try and get into the restaurant. It's a bit, yeah, of, a, bit, of, bit of a wait list. Yeah. Might might be like a uh, matinee sitting on a Monday or something. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Uh, don't you just see yourself at that infinity pool? Didn't you say months ago that that's what your your goal was? Oh, I've been lucky enough to go and swim in the infinity pool at uh, Marina Bay Sands in Singapore. <laughs> I was just going add another one to the list. Get the tog, get the, the visuals. Get, okay, get let's the tog's move out. on, folks. Um, look, I mentioned Polynova was the best performer. Today on the 200, let's uh, take a listen to what my guests on the call had to say about that one. Gary Glover from Novus Capital, and we did have Kevin Robertson from Team Invest. So let's take a listen. Downside is that there's definitely some risk there with it being, uh, you know, there's no earnings there. Uh, I think break even last year, but uh, this is a business that's growing really quickly. So there's some good underlying um, momentum here, and that sort of saying, okay, well, some of the obviously the hospitals now are starting to open up globally, and Polynova and some of the other biotechs are probably can, can start getting on with business here. I think it's a stock that can get some momentum here as well. So, um, yeah, I do like it. looks looks like a buy here to me. It's one of those businesses which we come across every now and then, which you think, you know, I hope they succeed. I hope they do really well because, and they have certainly obviously been uh, having sales and boosting their sales, getting their product out because it looks like a, a great product. We would have to say uh, it's a speculative stock from our point of view. So that is not going in the portfolio, although was a buy for Gary Glover from Novus Capital. But you know the rules. It needs two thumbs up to get into the portfolio. It was buy a call option. <laughs> Go hard with it. Um, listen, we've got uh, another couple of great interviews that you can access. We had a chance to speak with Christian Falk, who's the CBUS Super CIO. Very wide-ranging conversation, equities, EM, uh, European markets, VC, plenty between. Yeah. And I like the uh, simplistic uh, view how to go and sort of outperform and not go and pay nosebleed valuations for, uh, for hard assets and uh, build them yourself. I like that. Now, today on the macro front, we did have that NAB business survey that came through. What were your big takeaways, Scotty? The labor market is uh, healing very rapidly and uh, wage inflation will surprise the upside for the RBA. Okay. Now, that means that that's all very hawkish for the RBA. What does it mean for the jobs report that we get on Thursday? Uh, we're expecting something quite strong? Oh, you'd expect so. Uh, but uh, we've got to remember the ABS uh, monthly seasonally adjusted figure can be volatile from time to time. Uh, the RBS told us many times to go and look at the uh, unemployment rate. So that's what I'll be looking at. Let's say there's lots of jobs being created. We know there's oodles and oodles of, uh, of job vacancies out there. Just no one to go and fill them. So it's pretty tight, just like in the United States. And uh, you put two and two together when there's a supply and demand mismatch typically leads to, uh, to higher wage inflation. Okay. Now, tonight in the U.S., I mean, we're, we're just sort of marking time, you got to say, until we get that uh, FOMC meeting coming out on, um, on Friday where we'll get the details from that one. Thursday. Apologies. 
Yes, but the morning, bright and early. I'm, I'm actually trying to get this week under our belt. I feel I feel a bit bad about that, but there it's you go. Gonna, it's, it's at 6 a.m. in the morning now. It's, a, uh, it's, it's daybreak here in Sydney. You can go and really enjoy and get your teeth into that uh, document. And then watch Unky J go and deliver the goods. We'll yeah, see. We'll see. Look, tonight we get the NFIB Small Business Optimism Index, and we also get producer prices data. So, you know, second-tier data, but still most of the data that's been been painting a pretty rosy picture of that uh, economy and particularly inflation and expectations. We had the New York Fed when your inflation expectations hitting a record high uh, just yesterday at 6%. Um, so again, inflation really continues to dominate pretty much all of our conversations. It does. And uh, the question as to what happens next year. Uh, and that's going to go and dominate and grasp uh, thinking at the, uh, the Federal Reserve and a lot of other central banks this week as well. And uh, I'm interested to see how they respond. Okay, I have to um, I have to correct a mistake I made earlier. I was thinking Brickworks in terms of yesterday. It was actually Blackmore's that was the second best performer, up by 6%. And uh, that's on no news that I can see. So, yeah, it's some interesting stock moves around. And then, of course, we've still got this M&A pulse that continues, particularly uh, coming through lately in the healthcare space. Yes, we mentioned CSL, Ramsey Health, and Virtus Health, private equity, coming in and making a pretty solid offer for the company today, all helping to, to push sentiment. Yeah, I just wonder whether potentially there's, uh, you know, when you look at some of those companies that have struggled in the past and you see the wave of M&A going through and it's a, a very strong thematic in a lot of the healthcare space. So you, just, you never know, maybe there's a bit of speculation going underneath the hood as to who might be next. Yeah, well, okay. Uh, look, that's pretty much the day in a nutshell. We really appreciate you joining us for the COB. You can check out the call in podcast form as well. And we've got a whole heap of interviews that we did throughout the day. We can never touch upon them all uh, in this podcast. Um, tomorrow, I can tell you, we've got some great interviews coming up as well. We will, again, kick it off with Kenny Polkari from Slatestone. Whatever happens, happens in the U.S. overnight, you know he'll have a view on that. Uh, we will be speaking with the team at Milford Asset Management to kick off the 10 a.m. Always get a good view from those guys on what's happening in equities, not just here, but right around the world. And uh, look, the day continues right through to uh, TMS Capital. We'll be speaking with Jeremy Hook to round out the day. Always get a buy, hold, sell from the boys. I'll be speaking to him. So I'm looking forward to that one as well. Yeah. Chris, Chris Benningford from our Key Investment Partners will be joining us really? at 11. Yeah, just... Uh, we've spoken with him for a while. Yeah, so uh, he's got a really interesting piece out about uh, the US consumer. We know how important that is to the uh, US stock market. So I'm looking forward to digging my teeth into that report with him in the 11 o'clock hour tomorrow. Okay, and so we are uh, getting the Westpac Consumer Confidence Read, so the monthly read tomorrow. That'll be an interesting one to see how we're all feeling at a lockdown vaccinated and uh, of course with more borders opening not yet wa but we're getting there so that's a positive and uh what do you say scuddy should we call it a day you can um maybe even knock knock by the crown on your way home yeah maybe go for a spin <laughs> see you tomorrow bye <laughs>